I remember clearly there was a night where I was like, I'm done with this. God, you you need to get rid of like this needs to be done in my life. I cannot keep living my life this way. And it was a prayer of just asking God to cleanse my heart, for God to cleanse my mind. Hello and welcome to Empowering Disciples, where we are empowering disciples to make disciples. My name is Lewis of Austin, and if you're new with us here at our channel, we love to talk about discipleship, about taking steps of faith, and growing in spiritual maturity. And today we're going to be concluding our conversation with CJ as we talk about some difficult things, specifically how to overcome sin. We talk about how little steps of faith lead to bigger steps of faith. And also, we're going to talk about the importance that discipleship had in his life. So stick around to the end so you could hear all of the things that we're going to be talking about in this conversation. But, you know, sometimes, just like you said, when you get back from those trips, when you get back from those moments, the fire kind of dies down. Right. Mm-hmm. And I remember when you first got back, you were like, oh, and DR this and DR that. Yeah. Like you were telling me all of this stuff. Right. And, mm-hmm. and you were just on fire. Um, talk to me about how that left a lasting impact and where you're at now. How, how has that impacted your life? So once I came back, I was still on fire for the Lord. And I was so uh-huh. super happy, super excited to even yeah. be back with hot water. That was amazing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Actually. Amen got used to the cold water towards the end like yeah. i remember i would hop in the showers and be like oh cold okay whatever and yeah. i just move on and then when i got back i cranked my uh-huh. shower heat to like 11 okay and i was like dang that's hot but besides that um i was on fire for the lord when i first mm. came back and it was for a good while that i was like still mm. like just having the effects from that trip but then after some time the realization of the sin that i had carried started beating at me and beating at me and beating at me and beating mm-hmm. at me to the point where I was like, Lord, I don't know what to do anymore. Like, I don't like, mm-hmm. and I was still struggling with it even when I came back and I was like, Lord, mm-hmm. what do I do? I really don't know what to do anymore. Like I've, I've tried to avoid it and it still follows me. I've tried mm-hmm. to cut myself off from things that I would use and it's still not working. Like, Lord, I, I don't know where to go from here. Like, so please show me what to do. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to lie, your past couple preachings, mm. every single time will get me and I'm like, mm. got to fix something. I got to fix something. Yeah. And so since the preaching that you talked about, the managing your time, that's when I was like, finally was like, nope, that's it. I'm managing my time. I don't care what I have to do. I'm doing yeah. something about this. And I cut myself off of like certain social medias. I unfollowed a bunch of people. Uh-huh. I pretty much deleted anything that would cause me to go back. Yeah. And then I started talking to the people from North Carolina and they kept on encouraging me and supporting mm. me. I didn't tell them everything, but I was like, hey, look, if you guys can just yeah. give me encouragement and stuff like that. And they've been so good to me, every single one of them. Mm. And that's one of the reasons why I want to go is to pay them back for all the kindness that they've shown me. Mm. Um, there's a couple of reasons, but like, yeah. that's one of the main reasons why. Mm. And like... I'm still struggling, of course. Like, yeah. It's not going to go away from one day to the next. I still I slip mean, up. Honestly, I mean, I've told you this before. It, it's hard for that to go away ever. You know, there's some mm-hmm. there's some areas in your life where you're always going to struggle with it. And if if that's an area in your life where where sin has had a hold on you, it will creep back. And so we have to realize that sometimes we're in a daily battle. And mm-hmm. that's, that's where... I, I think for me, because I've, I've struggled with this sin as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is something 
I've shared with <laughs> all the time in my preachings. And for me, it was, it was an addiction that, that held me for years, for decades, you know. And it wasn't until I realized the power of the Holy Spirit to be able to free you uh, from that sin. And, and it's really repenting from that sin and asking God to cleanse. Like, like there was, I, I remember clearly there was a night where I was like, I'm done with this. God, you, you need to get rid of, like, this needs to be done in my life. I cannot keep living my life this way. And it was a prayer of just asking God to cleanse my heart, for God to cleanse my mind. And here's the thing. There's still times where thoughts and things creep up, mm. but it's a reliance on the Holy Spirit. It's a reliance on every single day realizing, hey, today is going to be a battle. Today is going to be a war. We're going we're gonna to get ready to, to fight this. And yeah, it's going to become easier with time. Absolutely. <laughs> but there is a a battle that needs to be engaged every single day in that in that sin especially uh, because it's not something that we can just let go of if it's an addiction that has held us onto uh, onto us before it's hard for that to to for us to wean ourselves off from that mm-hmm. and then only the power of god you know the bible says in galatians that if you gratify the desires of the spirit you will not gratify the desires of the flesh and that's the only thing that i've been able to find because i've tried cutting mm-hmm. off things i've deleted instagram i've uh, so many things that i've mm-hmm. done before to to try to try to fix it or hack it into getting rid of it the only thing that has ever worked for me is the reliance on the holy spirit each and every single day praying and asking god god today I need to be free from this. I need clarity of mind. I need to be free from this. And man, that's the only thing that's helped. That's mm-hmm. the only thing that 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 I've been able to to say I have victory over this sin. Mm-hmm. And, and man, I, I I know it's hard. Mm-hmm. And I know it's not uh I know it's not something that that maybe you even planned on talking about today, it's, but yeah. but it but it but it's definitely something that people are struggling with. Mm-hmm. And here's one of the things about growing in maturity that and you, actually, it's funny because because when we when I was writing some ideas on the board, you came in and you saw some of the things that I had on the board, and we talked about in First John two, where it says uh, a spiritual young adult, somebody who has uh, developed to that place where they're spiritually mature, it says, and they have overcome the evil one. They've learned mm-hmm. to overcome sin, and that's a big deal, man. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people think that I can be a Christian and I can be mature but still not have overcome sin in their lives. And that's an important part. And also knowing the word, that's another part yeah. of what it says. So, so being able to handle the word correctly and overcoming, uh, overcoming the evil one. And so that maturity comes into play when you have overcome sin, when you've uh, not only avoided sin, but you've learned to withstand sin. And I think sometimes that, that that might be a little bit of something what God's teaching you right now, mm-hmm. because you've learned that you can't just walk away from it. You you learn that if you go to a different country, it's the temptation is still yeah. there, right? If you come back to this country, temptation is still here. If you try to avoid, if you try, temptation is still there. And so it's not about avoiding, even though avoiding is good. Yeah, yeah. trust me, barriers, all mm-hmm. all that stuff is good. But also, you need to learn how to withstand it. And you need to learn how to defeat it. And that's where the power of the Holy Spirit comes in. We are able to, to rely on God and say, hey, I'm not doing this anymore. God, change my mind. Change, change what I'm thinking of. And, and that idea of holding every thought captive. Because once you start entertaining some thoughts, mm-hmm. what happens is they start building on each other, building, building, building. And then eventually you're back. You're back at that place where you don't want to be. 
And so being able to hold every thought captive, being able to resist temptation, uh, the lure of sin is is one of the most powerful things you could do. If you're gratifying the desires of the spirit, you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. And so the more that you do the quiet time, the more that you focus on God, the more that you use your time wisely, you're going to see how you're going to be able to withstand more than you currently are. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, man, that's that's a big uh, that's a big challenge. Hey, I hope you are enjoying our episode today. If you can, please take a moment now to subscribe to our channel and to also be able to rate us and review us in whatever platform you're watching us on. This really helps us to be able to reach more people with this message of discipleship. But without further ado, let's continue hearing our conversation. Uh, What do you think this trip can maybe not only teach, has not only taught you, but maybe teach others? Because it was a step of faith, Mm -hmm. right? It's a step of faith that you took. You could have not taken it. You could have said, hey, I'm going to go to the beach all summer and enjoy my time or just play video games and not go anywhere. But what was that deciding factor that you said, man, I need to take this trip instead of spending this? Because you had a lot of barriers. You had the job. You had the school. You had so many things. You're going by yourself. Mm -hmm. So, So what was that like moment where you said, I need to do this for my spiritual growth. I need to make this step of faith that will propel my spiritual growth. I remember at around the time when I was like figuring, like debating, or not really debating, but kind of finalizing the fact that I was going. Yeah. I was like, dang, you know, I have been pretty spiritually stagnant for the longest time. Like, I mm. feel like I haven't been growing a lot. And I, I, back then I was struggling a lot more with that sin. And I was like, man, Maybe if I go on this trip, maybe even like if it's just a possibility, if it helps me with this sin and helps me grow closer to God, I'll take it. Like because yeah. I was, I'm, I've been so fed up with it. I've yeah. for the longest time. I remember I told you even back then, like maybe two years ago. Yeah. I told you how done I was with it, and like how it still has been creeping up into my life. And I was like, if I go on this trip, mm. maybe I'll there's something will happen where I will just mm. it'll be done with. Like I, it will just never show up again. And if yeah. even if it does, that it just, I won't fall into it. And yeah. I, that's one of the big things. The other thing was that I also just really wanted to do it. There was something telling me like, CJ, go do it. This is gonna mm. be great. This is gonna be fun. Like you're gonna enjoy it. Yeah. Even if like something happens, like you're gonna enjoy it. Doing the Lord's work is great. Yeah. And I've known that for a long time. So it's not like I was like a new experience to me. Like oh my gosh, serving other people is so amazing. Like mm. it's. Something I've known for a while, so I was like, man, I want to do that again. That was so much more than like I could have possibly imagined the first time. So imagine doing that like multiple times, meeting new people, seeing their yeah. experiences. So that was a propelling mm. thought. Like I was like, man, this is gonna be such a good thing for me. Yeah. And like serving others and building churches, like mm. you're giving people a place to worship that they didn't have before. Mm. And it was it was so amazing. Mm. There were some times where we'd be doing like foundation day mm. and I felt really bad because I kept breaking the concrete blocks. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many times they actually fired me from that job. Yeah. Yeah. So they okay. made me level the concrete. Okay. But like just. You got fired on a mission trip. <laughs> I really did. I really Because the thing is you're wow. supposed to use a rubber mallet. Okay. We didn't have any. So they gave us hammers and they said, okay, CJ, you just want to hammer it down, even it. I was okay. Yeah. Click, click, crap, broke. Oh, 
dang, okay, let me get another beat. And I was like, okay. oh. So they fired me, but uh, even in those joking moments, like it was so amazing. And uh, even the last church that we had built, yeah. um, they wanted to, the missionaries wanted to give us interns a break because yeah. we had been doing like a lot. So they said, okay, how about the people there at the church? Maybe they can do the foundation and we'll just do benches. We'll make some benches. Yeah. And so we got to rest, but when we got to the foundation, like to do the actual build of the chapel, mm. they had been, the missionaries had been told like the night before that it wasn't square. Mm. The foundation wasn't square. Yeah. So they had to rig a way for us to, because you can't just uproot the right. foundation. <laughs> it's the foundation. Yeah. So what they had to do was they had to realign it with wooden beams uh-huh. and put concrete underneath it, like cement uh-huh. block underneath it uh-huh. to hold the weight. Uh-huh. And like even then, like throughout the entire process, mm. like full of the spirit, mm. they were like, look, we don't know how it's going to work. We don't know what's going to happen. We really hope this thing will stand up, but we're yeah. going to do this. The Lord's got us. Like that's yeah. what's going to happen. Bro, the pastor in me wants to make a sermon anal- analogy. based on yes. If the foundation is, is not level, if Jesus is not your corner. <laughs> Sorry. No, you definitely could. That yeah. means I would love that. Dude, I'm going to steal that one. I'm going to use that as a sermon illustration. <laughs> so even in that it was just the lord working through everything Mm. and i just fell in love with that like i even debated for a while while i was there i was like lord do you want me to do this is this Mm. what you want me to do with my life wow and like because i've just i was having such a great time and that was missionary work in the dominican republic building churches i was like Mm. i can really get behind this yeah but i was also struggling because i know I really want to build. Like, I just want to be a general contractor here in the States. And I yeah. told my family, like, look, I promised my dad that I was going to build him a house in the DR one day. Mm. So, like, there's just a lot of things I was going back and forth on. And I think I don't want to be a full-time missionary, but I definitely want to do a lot more missionary work. Mm. But the possibility is open, though, right? It is. It's definitely now, now me, there. Now, let me ask you, because, you know, I've talked to a lot of people, and their idea of going on being a missionary is like beyond them. They can't even fathom that idea. They're like, what do you mean? <laughs> I'd never want to be a missionary. And the fact that you just said, God ma- might <laughs> call me to be a missionary, it just kind of speaks of, of the steps of faith that you've taken to eventually allow God to use you whichever way he wants you to. And so think back on those steps that you've taken, right? Because you probably wouldn't have taken this step of faith if you hadn't taken a previous step of faith, mm-hmm. which was to obey and go with your family to, to DR, right? Yeah. And so even now, this next step of faith, whether you're called to be a, a, a missionary or not, or to build houses or to even work for time mysteries, because those, those are opportunities that could be available. Mm-hmm. But those ideas and those, those concepts aren't there unless you're willing to take a small step of faith. And so as you're taking small steps of faith, now God's opening the door for you to be able to do big steps of faith. Mm -hmm. And so that's the cool thing about faith is when when you're able to step into what God tells you to do now and you're being obedient in the small things, eventually you can be obedient in the big things. And so as you're taking those steps, man, I encourage you to keep taking little steps of faith. Sometimes it may not make sense, right? Sometimes it might be scary and it's like, I don't know, this is going to work. I don't speak (laughs) Spanish. But man, sometimes they can, maybe that's not the thing you were going to do, right? Mm -hmm. But maybe that leads to the step of faith that God's calling you to in the future for something else. Mm -hmm. And you never really know what that might be. And 
it allows you to be open to towards his will and his guidance for your life. So let me let me ask you just to, mm-hmm. just to kind of wrap up uh, the the conversation. Mm-hmm. So if if you were to share this with somebody else, mm-hmm. how, how would you say discipleship has molded you and shaped you into the person you are today to be able to make that trip? And how has discipleship impacted your life? So I would say that if I understand the question correctly, you're saying like how being brought up in the church or how I've been taught. Well, I mean, discipleship takes many forms, right? Yeah. Like your parents discipled you as you were growing up. I mean, mm-hmm. we talked about the influence your mom had. We talked about yeah. the influence your dad had. Uh, I'm sure I've been an influence in mm-hmm. your life. The people you saw there, they influenced your life. The, the second group, not the first group, because that, <laughs> that group, sorry guys, you're not that great. I, I'm just kidding. Love you guys, you guys are awesome. You guys are awesome, first group. But the second group, man, so yeah. so they impacted your life. They, they helped you to grow. And discipleship is just helping you obey Jesus, helping you follow Jesus more, mm-hmm. right? And so how has the discipleship process helped you to become a more mature believer? Definitely. I've had, I'm so blessed with so many people in my life who I can say that they've guided me to be the person I am now. Mm-hmm. Like Pastor Kovatir, mm-hmm. you, Pastor Michael, my family, teachers that I've had. Like there's so many, I've been so blessed to have so many people in my life who can minister to me and disciple me in so many different ways. And definitely growing up the way I did definitely shaped me to like the way i am now mm. i don't think i'd be here right now if i didn't attend gladeview mm. i don't think i'd be here if i didn't attend um wood christian mm-hmm. i don't think i'd be here if i was in a different church mm-hmm. like just there's so many variables that's been in my life mm. that have just made me grow as a person even past relationships that i've had with other people um ones that i wish i still had um friends that i've like made and lost mm. Just everything that I've done in my life, I think, has led me to where I am now. Hmm. I don't know where I'm going to go be 10 years from now or five years from now or even next year. But for sure, I'm really glad the foundation that I have in my faith. Hmm. Like, I definitely don't like I don't I've had such a firm foundation growing up my entire life Hmm. that like there have been times where I'm like, look. It doesn't matter what happens to me in my life. I really don't. Like I'm gonna love. Like I'm gonna trust in the Lord no matter what. And that's something I've still held for a long time. I've questioned my faith every once in a while because just the way I think. Because mm. this is a personal thing, and I know this isn't correct in the slightest. But <laughs> to me, the fact that I'm not perfect mm. bothers me. Like yeah. the fact that I can't wake up and not struggle with sin. Mm. Like to me, it's like how could I? who's been grown up in this Christian mm. walk my entire life, has such an amazing foundation, everything, mm. and I still struggle so much. Mm. And I know that's not biblical because we're not yeah. called to be perfect. Well, well we, we, not are we, are. we are. We are called to be perfect. It's just, it's, just it's, it's, a, it's something we strive for, but never something we can achieve this side of glory. Right? Exactly. In glorification, there will be opportunities. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but... In this life, and that, that's why I want to be very careful because yeah. it's not that it's not like oh we can't be perfect oh well, oh, well exactly right. so we're called but, to a higher standard right and so so this idea of if I can't be perfect then why try it so I, so I love that about you the fact that that hey there is a desire 
to grow. There's a desire. There's there's a, something in you, which I I would say it's the Holy Spirit <laughs> telling you that you're still not where you should be. Not you're not a reflection of the exact image of Christ, mm-hmm. but. That's something that God is molding you and shaping you into every time in your life. Every decision that you make, every step of faith that you take, every moment that you mature, every time you open your Bible, like you're, you're becoming more like Christ. And so that's why the little steps of faith and the little practices that you take actually mold you and shape you into the image of Christ. And so that's good, man. That's, that's, that's a good feeling to have. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, Definitely. I've told my parents about it every once. I'm like, I, it bothers me that I'm not perfect. And they're like, CJ you're not you're not gonna be mm. like it's like don't be content with it but yeah don't let it hinder your walk with christ don't let the fact that you can't be amazing like be perfect yeah stop you from even trying and that's what i feel like some people do like there's mm. sometimes where people in their lives like they just it's not going the way they thought it would yeah. or there's been times where like something's happened in their life and they're like god what's going on like i thought you had my back like why isn't this why can't i deal with this and they yeah. step away from faith but definitely, I don't know. I just really, it bothers. It, it is probably the Holy Spirit. Like I, like you said, it's the Holy Spirit telling me, CJ, you need to, yeah, you need to get on it. And I definitely do want to be there. And I've been working to it. Like this past two weeks, I've definitely seen a change in my life. Like the mm. lifestyle that I've been living, I'm trying to be a lot more diligent in my even my studies because the bible tells us that we're supposed to do everything everything Mm -hmm. that we do should be in the name of the lord and glorifying him so even i'm trying to be on top of my work i'm trying to be on top of my school i'm trying to be on top of everything yeah and to glorify the lord and i've been seeing so much little fruits Mm. not maybe not full like grown but definitely little fruits Mm -hmm. here and there and i'm so thankful for everyone who's gotten me here who's led me here, guide me there. And I can't wait yeah. to see all the people who are going to continue helping me. And so mm. that's definitely something I'm looking forward to. Praise God, man. Well, I'm glad you joined us here, man. I'm so glad uh, I got to share your story. I, I mean, I had already heard a lot of it, mm-hmm. but I'm glad that we got to share your story with other people, man. Hopefully that encourages and inspires others to grow and to mature in their faith, man. So yeah. thank you, man. Thank you so much for even having me. For sure. Hey, I want to thank you so much for sticking around to the end. If you were encouraged and challenged by that testimony, by that interview, then please help us to be able to spread this out to more people. And the best way that you can do that is by rating and reviewing us on whatever platform you're watching us on and subscribing to our channel so you can be up to date with all of the different things that are going on here at Empowering Disciples. Hey, it was such an honor to be able to spend some time with you. Thank you so much for joining us. I will see you all next week. Have a blessed day.